0: Hi everyone, it's your
1: daily 10-minute business and finance news wrap for this Tuesday, the 5th of July 2022, from the SBS Newsroom. The Reserve Bank has lifted official interest rates by 50 basis points, as expected, to 1.35%. So it means on a $500,000 mortgage over 25 years, the monthly repayment will increase by around $137. That's according to Rate City. So what does it mean about the economy and can borrowers afford it? And is Australia at threat of falling into a recession? For all of that and more, I spoke earlier with Sarah Hunter, the Chief Economist at KPMG. Sarah, the Reserve Bank lifted by 50 basis points. Why?
2: Yeah, I think as expected, really, Um, and it's just part of that broader normalisation of the cash rate that they've been talking about for a couple of months now. So signalling that the economy doesn't need emergency settings anymore. We're well on the road to recovery, in fact, beyond recovery from the pandemic and its impact on uh, output. And so they're normalising the cash rate to bring us back up to our more usual levels, if you like, and another big step in that direction today.
1: Still, it's three consecutive rate rises. How significant is this and what kind of a message does it send?
2: Yeah, well, it's the first time they've gone this hard as well. If you look at the, not only the fact that it's reconsecutive, but obviously two of them were being uh, outsized at that 0.5 percentage point rather than the usual 0.25 percentage point This the uh, you know, the, most aggressive path we've seen since the 90s. I, I think, for me, um, broadly, what it's signalling is that how exceptional the last few years have been. We had exceptional supports put in place, so exceptional cuts in the cash rate, uh, particularly in March 2020, of course. And now we're out the other side, um, hopefully normalising. And so we've got an exceptional speed of, of tightening coming out to to bring us, say, back up to more normal levels. So I think, for me, it's really a signal around that that the economy um, is, despite the Edwin's that households in particular are facing around inflation, uh, cost of living and now rising mortgage rates. Actually, they do at the moment look pretty healthy. The the latest data looks pretty good. We got the retail sales numbers last week, actually, and uh, spending was up over 10 percent on a year ago. That's a really strong number. Um, All the signs do look pretty okay, really, um, in terms of where we're at. And um, they're just looking to get us back up to more normal uh, as quickly as they can to try and contain uh, inflationary pressures.
1: As you imply, the RBA seem to say to expect to continue interest rate rises, particularly over coming months, right? Also Mm. says inflation is expected to peak later this year. So just how hard do you think the RBA will go? Where, Where will rates end up?
2: Yeah, it's a really good question. And actually, uh, reading the tea leaves on the statement, which is uh, the job for people like me, uh, the last paragraph, I think, where they were saying that and outlining what they expect to do, a slightly softer tone than last month, I thought. So um, I'm not expecting another uh, 0.5 percentage point move at the next meeting, for example. Uh, In terms of where I think inflation is going to go, uh, if you just look, at the numbers in terms of petrol prices, food prices, uh, these are big important components of the CPI basket. Uh, Some of the other pressures coming through on the commodity side, residential construction and then domestic pressures too. I think we are looking at headline inflation getting up to around about that 7% mark towards the back end of this year. But most of that increase has actually already happened. If we look at where petrol prices are today versus where they were in January at the start of the year, they're so much higher. Same thing with food and some of those other things I mentioned. So a lot of that increase Increases already happened, um, and even if we don't get any further increases, it's still going to lift the rate over the next few months before we get it falling back in 2023.
1: Okay, can we talk about borrowers, people that have taken out a loan for a home? Mm. Can mm. they afford these rate rises? Because what we're starting to see are fixed rates already rising quite significantly. Mm. A lot of people are going to be coming off fixed rates sometime next year. Mm -hmm. And I guess some may have gone into takeout alone at the time when the Reserve Bank Governor implied that the conditions for a rate rise won't be seen until 2024. So some may have thought, hey, we won't see rate rises for quite some time.
2: Mm, It's definitely very, very challenging. And you're right. That's actually one of the challenges for the RBA through this is that so many more people are currently on fixed rate deals that they signed over the last couple of years. And those are, as you say, going to start rolling off from the next few months all the way through next year. And maybe some even into 2024, some people who signed for four years in uh, 2020, they won't roll off uh, for the best part of two years. So uh, seeing how this plays out and how much of an impact this has on, on households and their budget position and their spending decisions that's going to take some time but absolutely this is going to be challenging for some people uh, and, and managing your budget through that it's definitely going to be tough but it's right to expect as you get to the end of your fixed rate period uh, if you signed it in the last couple of years your rate will almost certainly go up the fixed rates have moved by quite a lot the variable rates have moved by slightly less and so variable rates are now below fixed rates and so for a lot of people perhaps pivoting in that direction makes sense uh, but yeah it's definitely a challenging time and that's actually why I think As we go through the back end of this year and into next year, we're going to see the pace of rate rises slow quite sharply. Uh, We could even see the RBA hold if uh, things don't go out so well, don't play so well. Household spending actually slows down by much more than they're anticipating or we get a much broader, larger global slowdown. Uh, we could even see uh, cuts in the cash rate, a reversal of some of the rate rises um, next year. And that will just be a reflection of how uncertain it is to see from, from right now about what's going on. And, uh, and also a reflection of uh, if that happens, a need to provide some support to the economy. So quite where the cash rate tops out and what happens after that, uh, that's hard to see at the moment. But there are lots of ways this could play out, one of which, as you said, is, is more challenging for households and uh, they have to at least pause on rate rises, if not go backwards
1: just want to wrap up with one thing I don't necessarily want to end up negatively, but that R word, recession, you seem to imply the Australian economy can um, weather these, these interest rate rises, but is there a threat the Aussie economy could fall into recession?
2: It's definitely a risk um, and certainly through, you know, given the headwinds that we're looking at, it's more of a risk for the next 12 months and if you'd say, ask me a year ago, what did I think the risk of a recession was back then, even uh, going into Delta lockdowns as we were then, um, it still didn't look uh, like we were likely to see a, a recession because it, it, the fundamentals around the recovery at that point looked pretty good and, and of course that's what played out. And um, Now, it's, yes, I accept absolutely the risk is higher. I would say if I'm looking at Australia in an international uh, context and looking at other countries facing many of the same challenges. For them, for some, it does look a lot harder. The UK, for example, facing much higher rates of inflation, faster rate of interest rate rises, and there uh, we're already seeing GDP actually contracting month to month. So uh, I think we are better placed. Uh, we have stronger buffers around households in particular than other countries. But it's definitely a risk. But a risk at this stage. Certainly not my baseline forecast.
1: Sarah Hunter there from KPMG. Now, usually when interest rates rise, it's bad news for the share market, but the S&P actually rose 0.3% today, 6,629. So for more on the market reaction, I spoke earlier to Stuart
0: Roberts at Stocks Down Under. Yeah, the market shrugged its shoulders. You barely noticed there was an interest rate increase. And the reason for that is the market's now looking forward nine months from now when interest rates have normalised back to a normal kind of growth environment. So um, even with another three interest rate rises, I suspect we won't see too much market impact going forward. Yeah, can we go into more detail about what the market is anticipating? I know that the Reserve Bank
1: Governor said that inflation is yet to peak, that there will be some moves in monetary policy over the coming months. So that implies, yet yeah, small rate rises, consumer prices will continue to rise. What do investors, what do the markets think, and what does that mean for equities?
0: Yeah, so what the markets are expecting is that uh, inflation will come down. Um, they'll they'll uh, uh, read the tea leaves from the central bank and know that they have to pull their head in price-wise. Um, combine that with a return to normal migration rates to Australia, um, possibly a slight increase in the unemployment rate back to more like 5 to 6%. And between the two of those things, you see a, a, the kind of economic environment we passed through for about 30 years before COVID. Uh, in that environment, you, you pretty much get back to normal in terms of uh, just evaluating um, uh, companies and opportunities uh, like it was any other time. And I think the market's beginning to, to, to play that game, even though we haven't finished either uh, inflation peaking or interest rates uh, getting to their uh, peak as flagged by the Reserve Bank.
1: But with the interest rates still to come through, there are expectations it could be anywhere, say, 2.35% by the end of the year. Um, That'll mean uh, a mortgage repayment on a $500,000 loan, for example, will lift by about um, $650 or so since the start of the rate rises in May. Considering that, considering it may have an impact on consumer spending, I think the RBA even said that that's the one key factor they're looking at, the the impact on how households will spend. Is there a real threat of a recession here or even in the US where rate
0: rises are, are also happening? Yeah, I'll be very surprised if there's a recession. Sure, household budgets are a little tighter. But a lot of people were able to anticipate that um, coming into the, the, um, uh, the crisis we had with COVID, given how low interest rates went. Um, the key for me is, is the amount of savings that people had um, go, going through uh, through COVID. A lot of people built up their bank balance. One thing offsets the other. I think we pretty much go, um, uh, go through this uh, interest rate increasing environment without seeing too much impact on consumer spending.
1: Other key story today, um, iron ore, it's down following concerns about China and COVID infections there. How is this now going to impact uh, Australia and investments?
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, what you'll see is a gradual shift uh, in, in the markets away from, um, uh, from bulk commodities. In favour of, um, of, of, I think the battery mineral space will make a comeback. More important, I think the time for a lot of um, um, uh, industrial stocks is going to come back again. So we'll see uh, capital moving out of the resource sector, which had a very good 2021, um, back into um, into the kind of names that uh, that a lot of investors uh, know, know better. You know, for, such as uh, uh, such as Qantas, such as uh, Boral, such as uh, News Corp, for example.
1: Stuart Roberts there from stocks down under.